Welcome to Soundbite Theater. Episode 3 Dollface right downstairs yeah basically everyone took off now so just you know dad and marge what's going on come look are those our toys yeah i didn't know dad kept them i guess he did anything good a lot of it is oh my god look oh wow that's that's molly and amber oh they're so much smaller than i remember good shape too nice anyway dinner Oh, come on, take a minute. These were our friends, weren't they? Uh Uh-huh, friends. What, you don't think of them that way? Honestly, I don't think about Molly much at all. Good to know she's still in one piece. Anyway, if you want a nostalgia trip, let's do Bucks for dinner. Coming? I'll be down. Performing at a thousand feet in the air, daring acrobat Amber performs death-defying feats. Her best friend Molly watches from the ground. Will this be the day Amber falls? I'll be careful, Amber! Okay. If you're gonna insist on this, let's get it right. Molly did not sound like that. (laughs) Then you do it! Alright, well... Isn't she amazing, folks? Amber, watch her twirl, watch her spin! Have you ever seen such a death-defying act performed on the high wire? I'll bet you haven't. Only at Daisy Hill Circus do we perform such fantastical feats. I'm flying! Isn't she great, folks? Watch her do a backflip. And now finally, the ring of fire. Whoosh! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now time for your act. What does the hilarious and adorable Molly Ali Polly do? I mean, not much. She's just a ringleader. She keeps everyone else running. So unless the fantastical Amber wants to branch out... Wait, wait, what do you mean ringleader? Molly was always the ringleader? Hyping up your act, giving you the spotlight. What? No. No, no, Molly was a clown when we played circus. It was cute. You'd tell jokes. Like a few, I guess. But no, I don't remember that. I swear it happened. You were funny, you know? I mean, I was like nine. But, you know, it was still good times. Look, I totally believe that's what you remember, but I just don't. I don't know. I always thought I was a ringleader. Makes sense, right? I'm such an organizer. Way too type A, huh? (laughs) Look, I just don't remember, okay? Okay. Jeez. Look, it was just fun, okay? Besides, why would you be the ringleader? You don't think I would have played the big sister card there? I mean, maybe. 
Okay, so if you're so convinced Molly was the clown, who was Molly when she was a pirate? Easy. The pilot. And I was the captain. Sure. Oh, come on, I was. I know, I know. Well, I know that Amber was. Fearless again, huh? Brave Captain Amber sailing the seven seas. Ahoy, me matey! <laughs> Ahoy, Captain! Hoist the mansail, and off we'll sail in search of gold and glory. Avast! How we shall sail and plunder! The sea is our home and our love! <laughs> <laughs> but we must beware the Kraken, Captain! Ah, uh, yes, me old enemy, the fearsome Kraken. Luckily, I am the fearless Captain Amber. That's all very well, Captain, but not even the Kraken frightens you. Ah, uh, no, my dear pilot Molly, not even the Kraken. The only thing that frightens me is the blasted Captain... Captain... Damn, what did we used to call him? Oh, uh, heck a shit. Well, doesn't matter because here comes the Kraken. And don't come back. We've beaten the beast, just like we'll beat Captain Loverless. Oh, that was his name, Loverless. And we'll beat him too, matey. Him and his blasted blonde beard and yellow teeth and... His blasted brown beard and teeth white as pearls. What? I swear to God. Loverless had a brown beard and unnaturally white teeth and laughed like this. <laughs> no, he had an evil laugh, like <laughs> No, absolutely not. And even if it did kind of sound like that, it was only because we were kids and bad at voices. Or we gave an evil pirate a creepy laugh? Look, can you just trust me on this? <sighs> Why? You know how there are some things you just remember weirdly, vividly, even though they weren't technically all that important? Um, that's specific. Just answer the question. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I have that with some stuff. Yeah, and I have that with this pirate. Whose name you forgot. With his appearance. Ugh. Please just trust me when I say he had a brown beard, weirdly white teeth, a deep hollow laugh, and towered over us like a tree. Hmm. Weird. I mean, that sounds familiar, but it mostly just sounds like... I don't know. Pirates aren't as cool without our ship, anyway. Any chance that's in the box? Not that I saw. But I did see... Hold on. Here, look. Our tea set. Okay, now that I'm surprised to see looking so good. We definitely should have broken this thing. It's some weird kind of magic we didn't. I'll say. Wouldn't be in a bad way if we needed to have a tea party. <laughs> <laughs> or play house. Molly and Amber always did keep a tidy little house. Oh, Molly, can you come help sweep the floor? Of course, sister dearest. La la la. <laughs> Shall we plant the garden before or after lunch? Oh, certainly before. Then we can eat them for dinner. Yes, because the vegetables we plant today will definitely be done by dinner. Only if we do it before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they'll be ready before our dad and mom get here. What? What? 
Amber, I mean, Anna, come on, seriously? I mentioned mom in a stupid fucking children's game and you're gonna give me the silent treatment? I was just thinking how nice it would have been if, if that was how things really went, you know? <laughs> you know, that's why it was always orphans, right? Because even back then, I couldn't handle that pit I got in my stomach at imagining that other kids had a mom who was there, who came home every night instead of coming home less and less until she didn't come home at all. We weren't the only ones with crap parents. We didn't have crap parents, just a crap mom. Right, sure. Look, we should really get the stuff put away. I really missed Molly. I didn't realize it, you know? She was just always such a good toy. Yeah, I get it. Oh, I know you do. You slept with Amber until high school. <laughs> I sure did. I took her to school with me, too. In high school? No! But in elementary? Yeah. It was nice on bad days. What bad days? Ugh, right. I'm talking to the golden child of Monroe Elementary Learning. Okay, first of all, I was not a golden child by a long shot. Oh yeah? Here. What are you doing? New game. Amber will be the teacher and Molly will be you. Ugh, fine. Hello, Miss Teacher! Hello, June! It's so lovely to see you. Have a seat. Alright, class, today we'll be doing speed drills. Okay, one times four is... Four! Two times four is... Eight! Three times four is... Twelve! Four times four is... Sixteen! Five times four is... Twenty! Six times four is... Twenty-four! Seven times four is... Twenty-eight! Eight times four is... Thirty-two! Nine times four is... Thirty-six! Ten times four is... Forty! Perfect! Wonderful! Wow! Your family must be so proud! Also, I graded your papers! You got an A! Yay! Thank you! See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You thanked the teacher for giving you an A. No, I used to thank teachers for getting stuff back to me. That's their job. It's okay to thank people for doing their job. What, you don't thank the waiter? That's different. <laughs> Besides, I probably would have gotten told to stop talking back if I thanked a teacher when I got papers back. You don't think you're exaggerating a little? Nope. Ugh. Look, I was just good at school, okay? But we went to a nice school with nice teachers. Nope. Yes, we did. No, you did, June. It sucked for me. I was the one who did bad in school. Who it seemed like no amount of help would, well, help. I tried to ask, I tried to explain, but no. Too smart to get accommodations, too stupid to succeed without them. I felt sick going to school and just... It was not good. It was never good, and it never got good. Remember asking me why I didn't go to college? Because sitting in a classroom ever again was going to drive me insane. Fine. Whatever. Look, I just... Ugh, I'd love to understand. I really would. But if the options were be at school or be at home, school won every time. And I still don't get why you say that. At least at home, I liked what I was doing. Had Amber. Yeah, you had a doll. You had a doll! God, wasn't Molly just so much for you? Pirates and circus entertainers and, and a princess! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. I shouldn't laugh, just <laughs> the princess game. You could never be a princess, though. No, you had to be Queen, Queen Amber. Amber. <laughs> yeah. But what else are older sisters for, though, right? But making up games to boss their little sister around? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your Majesty. <laughs> Hello, my dear daughter. How delighted I am to tell you that tonight there shall be a ball. Oh, a ball? How lovely to dance all night. Yes, and dance with a handsome prince, perhaps? Oh, mother, can't I just be happy to dance all alone? I am perfectly happy with no prince. Oh, but darling, a princess must have a handsome, rich, absolutely wonderful prince to spend her life with. Come now, I invited so many lovely princes to the ball. <sighs> Fine. Describe them to me. Wonderful. First, there's Prince, uh, Corin, from the islands of the Great Sea. Corin of the Great Sea, of course. He's an excellent singer and a writer of fine poetry. Poetry? Oh, he'll write you lovely poetry, the finest verses in the world. Ah, yes. Nothing so lovely as a man who thinks that shutting himself up in a room to write words instead of spending his life with me. I don't think I would care so very much to dance with him. So you shan't even try? No, I shan't. Next. Very well, then. There is also Prince Damien. Damien and Molly has such a lovely ring. And he would give you such a lovely ring. He is very rich, from a country full of diamonds and rubies and gold. Oh, really? Well, where does he get those diamonds? Oh, his country is full of mines that are full of gems. You would want for nothing your whole life. Doesn't that sound so lovely? To attend every party, ball, and... and gala, covered in glittering stones? You would be the envy of all. Including the miners. What? Uh, I mean... Whatever do you mean, my daughter? Well, someone must dig in the mines, inhale the dust and smoke and the rock until finally they perish. Those are miners. And the rest of the country must endure this loss and the general ugliness of mines for nothing but rocks in return. No, I find no beauty in such little things. True worth is of the heart, and this Damien's heart seems cold. Nice speech. I knew you'd appreciate it. Now then, no Corin, no Damien. Perhaps I shall have a pleasant ball to myself after all. Now there, I've also invited the fair Prince Lysander. I'm afraid he's rather bookish. But mayhaps that shall suit you. Mayhaps. Tell me more, good mother. He is so very smart. He has studied at the finest schools in his country, high up in the mountains, devoting his life to the finest of questions with the smartest of scholars. And I am to be the one to steal him away from the true joy of his life? He wouldn't care for it very long, then I would be either be left alone or with a man who stays out of dull obligation. No, if he is really smart, he won't come tonight and waste his time on something he will not truly care for in the end. Now I wish more than ever he would, for you are surely as smart as he to say such things. But, ah well, he's not the last to come tonight. Then who else shall I meet? A darling set of twins, Daniel and Samuel of... Motania? Motania! Twins? What, to switch back and forth between? No! 
to choose which one shall suit you better. And leave the other waiting? That's hardly the behavior of a princess. To create rivalry between brothers. Siblings ought to care for each other, to work together and talk together. Siblings ought to care for each other in hardship and triumph. No, I will not be something to split them apart. I only care to do what shall bring them together, and making one my groom shall certainly not do that. You are becoming terribly quick in your rebuttals. I hardly told you a thing about them. Very well. Tell me something about these princes of Motania. They're twins. And... Ugh, I swear I was better thinking on my feet as a kid. We all are. Come on, just focus on what Amber would say. Put yourself in her role as queen. Spoken like a true theater nerd. Don't act like you weren't too. Fair enough. They are both fine dancers. Samuel is more friendly, Daniel more clever. You did always care for clever boys. But not clever men. They always have an odd sort of entitlement. Fine. Focus on Samuel, then. He is so sweet, or so I've been told. Aha! So you've not met this man. You cannot truly speak to his character. Next. Very well. This one I can speak to personally. I've met him many a time when you were away on adventures or schooling or what have thee. Tell me of this final man. Rodrigo of the Far Kingdom. He can certainly dance. And he knows what he wants and won't be here if he doesn't care to be. What does he like? He likes to push farther and harder than anyone else. He likes new adventures. He likes success. He loves beautiful gardens and lakes and he likes to cook. He likes to watch the sunset and plan for the future. He likes a woman who will try to keep up and be a part of all the glorious plans he's made for her glorious life. What a bastard! Don't throw Molly! Oh, I'll throw Amber too pretty quick. You're trying to describe stupid, stupid Rob, aren't you? He wasn't stupid. He was your husband, June. Yeah, my stupid idiot ex-husband who couldn't hold a marriage together to save his ass. So maybe dressing him up as a fantasy prince is a little, oh, I don't know, fucked up? You were great with him. You know, I was jealous. You wrote a book. You ran marathons. You got a master's degree and all of that with Rob. And you always said... I know what I always said. I always said, I can do so much because so does he. I'm always so inspired to be more. And then you just left him. You broke his heart. Good bastard. He was not! You weren't married to him. Then how about you actually tell me, tell anyone, why you did it? He was too much like Dad. It made me anxious. I was scared to ever fuck up at all. And he wasn't willing to listen to me about that. I'm not gonna compromise myself just so you can do the same. He said when the compromise I wanted was the option to just relax ever. To have real, genuine days off. To not be bullied and guilted for giving up on things I hated. To be loved when I failed. So yeah, just too much like Dad. How is that anything like Dad? June, our Dad's great. And I think school was great, but here we are. Okay, but I could say why I hated being at school. All you can say is, 
Oh, dad was like my ex-husband who just wanted me to be a better person? That's not- Ugh! Look, maybe you weren't paying attention, but dad always treated me like a mistake. Nothing I did was ever enough for him, and it still isn't. And I realized after enough time with Rob that I just chose to be with him because I was comfortable with being treated that way. But I deserved better than being made to feel like I had to always be trying to be more for someone else who should have just been loving me like I am. But Dad always did that. June, I'm trying to understand, but it just... This doesn't sound like Rob or Dad at all. Here, let me show you. Why are you giving me Molly? It makes more sense this way. Here, give me Amber. You'll play me. I'm playing Dad. Alright, let's play. Hey, Daddy, I made a drawing today. Oh, uh, let me see that. Here you go. Hmm, you know, your sister drew much better by this age. What? Yeah, Anna was really good at six, but you're still doing stick figures. But I'm... I'm not Anna. So? Besides, you should still know how to draw people by now. Go try again. But... I said go try again. Don't start sassing me or you'll regret it, little miss. I'm not going to stand for you thinking you get to slack off just because you're the youngest. Go try again. You were little. Could have gotten better. Age it up and see. Hey, Junie, how was sixth grade today? It was good. How well did you do today? Uh, I got an A in... No. You tell me percents, young lady. Letters are just a way to hide bad grades. A 94% and a 100% are both A's, and you know a 94% is unacceptable. Anna gets... I don't care. What did you get? Um, a 100%? What about extra credit? The teachers didn't offer any. All right. Then a 100% is good. Aren't you going to say you're proud of me? No. Good grades are the bare minimum, not something we praise. How long did that go on? Still is. I never got treated like that. Because you weren't the disappointment, kid. I was just a mistake to him who needed to make my existence worth his while. Rob ended up being just the same. Maybe that's why I liked him. Because I just wanted Dad's validation so bad that it took my whole life to realize, hey, maybe seeking self-worth by impressing these guys isn't the healthiest thing you've ever done. You're right. I'm sorry. Maybe I should have recognized that. I mean, I'm your big sister. I should have seen that. No, you shouldn't have. Why not? You were busy and a kid. And from what you've said today, one of the kid things you were busy with was not failing out of school entirely. Which is my point. I was allowed to skate by with a C that I got praised for. And you were getting slammed for a 94%? How can he think that's okay? <gasps> Look, I'll be blunt. Because he wanted you. Fuck this accidental second child who looks like his runaway deadbeat ex-wife. June! No! No more sugarcoating. You had a hellish school experience. My home life sucked, and we both had to deal with mom walking out on us. And both of us just... Apparently not ever actually being there for each other. No amount of nostalgia can fix that. 
And it shouldn't even try. What are you doing? Just packing this stuff back up. Did you want any of it? I think just Molly. Yeah. I'll just keep Amber. You know, it's funny. How even the most basic stuff, basic memories, I mean, we don't even share. Not even our games all the time. We share enough of them. And even I gotta admit that part. Those memories are nice. <laughs> so, so what then? My best childhood memories are of someone who didn't even exist. She existed enough. Come on, let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Soundbite. Dollface was written by Beck Neck. It was performed by Natalie Murray as Anna and Sophia Stockhausen as June. Soundbite's theme song was composed by Charlotte Rosenthal. Soundbite Theater is produced by Mythonomica Productions. See you again soon.